Hey guys, welcome to episode 35 of the IVG podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Sam. I'm Rishi. And today is a very interesting podcast filled with a lot of hate. Oh wait, that's every podcast. So what are we talking about today, Sam? So today we're talking about console resolutions, which the whole of the internet has been talking about since forever. But we're going to talk talk a bit about why people think it's a big deal and is it really a big deal? Because Halo 5 has been in the news lately about the resolution that is running at, which is not 1080p. It's somewhere in between 720p and 1080p. It's Apparently, a, it drops to around 800 and something by 810. Yeah, 832 by 810. 832 by 8. In some places. What so, is that? So, what's happened is uh, the guys at Digital Foundry and a uh, few other sites have analyzed the E3 footage of Halo 5. And uh, they've noticed that some that it sports a variable resolution. It isn't the first game to do this. I think we've had uh, Wolfenstein: The New Order yeah. was the first one to famously do this to maintain 60 FPS, which yeah. it did. But on the Xbox One, obviously the re- like the variations in resolution were more apparent yeah. than on PS4. Yes. So it's so so it's this is nothing new what they're doing, but the fact that they're dropping into sub HD resolution is a little uh, dis- uh, is a little is a little sad. concerning because like. Uh, Okay, fine, the new consoles aren't as powerful as PCs you can build for like whatever, $800 yeah. or whatever, but at least you should stick to that because they've been making this game, I'm pretty sure they've known about the resolution war that's yeah. been going on while they were making the game. The moment you start doing this, it becomes stuff which people talk about and it affects yeah. your sales directly. Like even even if it was just 900p and it was steady at 900p, people would still be pissed yeah. off because it's not 1080p. Here you're dropping to this random variable frame resolution for Microsoft's flagship title, that doesn't really bode well for the no, but that's console. The, that's the that's the argument, right? Does it affect sales? Like, will the resolution actually affect sales? I... Forget it affects I, the... Okay, forget that it's a Halo game. Meaning if it was a Call of Duty game, if, if I want an Xbox One, would I not buy COD because the resolution is not 1080p or whatever? I think it I generates think a lot of negative buzz online now. How much of a difference that makes to their sales or not, it affects their online persona for sure. I don't know. I mean, for, for, from someone who's played every Halo game, uh, the resolution, yes, is a concern, especially if you consider the fact that Halo 4 was fantastic for the Xbox 360. I don't know what magic pixie dust 343 was able to extract out of the machine at that time, but they did a fantastic job. It was the, one of the best looking games on the console. And to me, I find it, but then also if you look at 343's composition as a team, they lost their lead programmer, Curry New, very early in development to Naughty Dog. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, with changes in staff, sure, you might not be able to echo out as much as you can, but... For me, yes, resolution is a concern, but the bigger concern is the lack of split-screen co-op, which has been a feature of the series from day zero. So, oh, but here's the thing, right? So, yeah. the reason this is an issue is because mo- most TV panels are 1080p natively. Yeah. yeah. So, basically, the game is lo- lower res than the TV itself. Yeah. But the Xbox One has a hardware upscaler. Exactly. So the question is that, does it upscale it well enough? That is the big issue. I mean, if, if I look at, let's say, Arkham Knight as a point of comparison, to be very... I've been playing it on, P- on literally all platforms. And uh, the way I look at it, there is, I mean, unless you have an electro, electron magnus, uh, electron microscope in your eyes, you can be, it's tough to tell the difference. That's my point. So basically the upscaler works, right? So yeah. TV can't tell the difference and neither can you. Then I don't see why you would bother about resolution yeah. that much. But for me, a bigger concern is the frame rate. Yeah. So Which is not 60, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's apparently 30 in a few, in, I think it's... I think they're putting 60 in multi and 30 in single or something like that. But frame rate, I'm not worried too much about the frame rate because at the end of the day, they will, at least that's one area you're, you're, you're hopeful that they, that, that they'll do a decent job on. Because from whatever E3 footage we've seen, it looked fluid. So I'm not too worried about that. What worries me is no split screen multiplayer, no split screen co-op, which is 
being a feature series from no, day I think, zero. I think one thing they need to do is they need to yeah. have this as one of their design, like one of, one of their biggest core, yeah. uh, you know, basic principles of, of yeah. making the game, which is what Turn Ten does with Forza. Exactly. That they have to use TFPS no matter what happens. Exactly. Another thing, Ten TP and TFPS for Forza Six. Yeah. Yeah. But then here's the other thing: it's easier to make a racing game simply because you have. From a design standpoint, as a game designer, you have to worry about fewer things. I'm as, sure it is. And when you're comparing it to a game like Halo, where you have massive set pieces, you have scripted moments, you have multiplayer, you you have you have to worry about other about how of the trajectory of gunfire, of how often yeah. guns fire, the amount of fine tuning required. I mean, it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a grander task. So. I am sure. Yes, uh, knowing them a lot, they must have started with the great lofty ideal of sixty ten eighty. Yeah, you could, they could have dropped a few effects if they wanted to do that. But then, but then I don't know if the trade off makes sense in the end. Like, I I don't know because if you look at the studio, I mean, which which kind of worrying. Most, of, I mean, everything that's covered at three forty three has never been good news. If you guys remember the Master Chief Collection, yeah, yeah, less said about that game the better. But I mean, it seems like there there, there seems to be a big gap in communication. So I I don't know. I mean. As long as uh, I mean, the, the, as a, as as long, I mean, I don't think long term Halo fans are too worried about the resolution. Yes, frame rate, I do agree, it would be a bit of an issue. Definitely. And yeah, back to the same old nagging point, like no split screen. How could you guys do this? PS also has some weird yeah, resolution. PS yeah. has some has some weird close to nine hundred p resolution, but not quite. And yeah. it's a very strange exotic fifteen thirty two by yeah yeah. It's a strange ten. And this is on the Fox engine, right? Yeah. So you yeah. can expect MGS. No, MGS. Right? They've said it runs at ten eighty thirty or. Then I don't remember. Yeah. 60, I think. 720p30, I think. No, no, no. no. Yeah, ground Zero is 720p30. No, it was, it was 1080p60 on PS4 and PC was whatever. Yeah. On Xbox, it was 720 or 900, I can't remember. And 60 though. Yeah, yeah. Last gen was 30. But for this, they've specifically said it's 1080 on yeah. Xbox. Yeah. So, so, I don't know. From a resolution standpoint, to, to your end user, I think it, I think if someone owns both consoles, uh, consoles the question then becomes... I'm paying the same amount of money, but logically I'm getting, theoretically and logically and every other logic in the world dictates that I should get it on another console instead of the Xbox One or play it on the PC instead of the Xbox One because for the same amount of money, I get more pixels. But not the same amount of money and for first party. First party yeah. is not the same amount. Party. Yes, yeah. first party in India at least is a very big mess. So basically what's happened is yes. uh, Take it away, Xbox One in India is selling as well as the amazing sales of the PS Vita in this country, I think. <laughs> and uh, I think what, what Microsoft is doing with the pricing of first party is, they know few people are buying it, so let's get all the profits we can from those 10 people buying Halo 5 this year with 4699. Yeah, yeah. Or, and it's not just Halo 5, it's Forza 6 and uh, Rise, Rise of Tomb Raider. Raider, which yeah. is counted as yeah. a first yes. party game. And digitally, they're 4490 apiece, except for Rise of Tomb Raider, which doesn't have a price yet. Okay. But the fact of the matter is, it's uh, a lot more expensive than what you'd expect even compared to Sony first parties it's it's, it's, it's like like at 700 bucks more at this price you could essentially pre-order on Amazon ship it by express shipping to India pay all the customs Amazon wants you'll still have your game probably faster because we know how Amazon delivers sometimes yeah and it'll still be cheaper than 4699 yeah that's the thing so it's crazy it's, it's crazy pricing so the thing I had asked Microsoft about this and the the, the answer I got was uh, this is an estimate price and each game has its own pricing and then my follow up question to that was uh, that's great but what if someone's going to pre-order it and you increase a drop price what's going to happen then no response 
No, that so, case Amazon has the has the price protection that they have all over the world. Yeah, but but the thing is that why why would your estimate price be that high? Exactly, and why everywhere else is at most three triple nine? Exactly. So I don't know. It's just a very weird situation, and I mean, fine. I mean, maybe maybe they're taking a bet on on, on the exchange rate, where maybe they're assuming an increase in exchange rate. Maybe may, maybe they actually feel that the market for a game like this will pay whatever they want. But I'm inclined to believe otherwise because. I mean, if you think about it, whoever has an Xbox One for the exclusives, uh, you rather buy a game in grey or, or or import it, or just wait two months later when yeah. the price drops, which it definitely will. Yeah, because because at four six nine nine, you can essentially, I mean, if you have a PC, you can buy an SSD at the price. A yeah, decent one. They will definitely discount in no yeah. time. Yeah, so like they always do. I mean, my my only piece of advice to all you Xbox One diehard fanboys, which is probably one or two of you, me included. So yeah, whoever you are, uh, hold on. I mean, I wouldn't bother buying day one, or if anything. Apparent. I've just been told. But here's the thing, though, right? Halo Five is a day one game. We don't wait to buy Halo. So, so yeah. which is which is which is why the next thing now what I've been told, and I don't know how legitimate it is, uh, is that uh, sharing works on the Xbox One, and there are people yeah, who are actually I mean, again guys who play Halo, they're playing Halo all the time, and they're yeah. playing multiplayer all the time. How yeah. do you share that? You can't share so, that. It's, it's, yeah, it, it, I, I get that, but then I don't know. From what I'm hearing, it works really well. It's in, uh, and to the point where two or three of my friends are picking up the Xbox One just to share. Games. But can they play concurrently? Like, can, can so you play Halo at the same time? That's what I, I don't think that's the case. I, What's but, the point? Like, you want to play Halo with your friends, right? Exactly. So, yeah, that defeats the purpose. Single player campaign. <laughs> Stunning single player campaign featuring Lock and Master Chief. Yeah. I mean, I'm playing it for single player. Then, you know, beyond the point, yeah. you'll want to play multiplayer. Yeah, that's you know, that, yeah. your friends who also exactly. have, who are sharing from you. So how exactly? That and Halo Five Beta multiplayer was included in Master Chief Collection. Yeah, right? so that, maybe you should have like those, like how they have team bundles where you, where you get three copies for the yeah. for discount price. You can do that for that Xbox One games. Yeah. But you can't give games on consoles yet for whatever reason. Yeah, you still can't. I mean, I'd love to do that because I, I like all my friends who, who play Halo. I just we would probably work out a deal where. Everyone gets a copy that way, but yeah. oh well. Uh, but uh, speaking of first party, uh, I think uh, Gran Turismo was back in the news a few days earlier. Yeah, they had second edition of GTA Academy in India this time. It actually had it on a racetrack. Nice. So for for those who don't know for GTA Academy, it's this is this partnership between Nissan and PlayStation where they turn Gran Turismo players into real world race car drivers. So they had they had qualifiers in India. They had they had them on PSN. They had them in live events as well. Oh, and then twenty guys from all over all over India were taken to Chennai where mm-hmm. they had to go through various tests. Mm-hmm. And so so they had to go through media around where they had Q and A with the journalists and mm-hmm. they had to uh, play GD six and 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 then they had time trials there. They had physical physical fitness tests. Mm-hmm. They had to do go through. They had to drove on a track as well. So it, at the end of it, six guys were, were chosen and and they went. They'll now go on to Silverstone in the UK, and they'll they'll have guys from all over the world competing against them. Nice. So basically, it's like it's like esports taken to the next level, where you become the best at a particular game, and then you do, and then you go beyond the game and go into the real world. So nice. it's, it's pretty cool what they're doing, and and this year they actually really put an effort into it, and it was it was it was it was, it was a good event. But so so, so essentially, Sony created a real life drive job. Actually, it's not Sony is so much as Nissan's. It's huh. it's pretty crazy because. There was no Sony part at all in that entire event, other than, ha- other than having the the ports for the for the game because okay. it was mostly a Nissan event. Okay. But yeah, it's on GT6, so that's the gaming element of it. Well, oh, speaking of Nissan and Drive Club, did you see what happened on Twitter? What happened? So 
someone posted like uh, the drive club official account retweets all the photo mode pictures from drive club because they look amazing yeah. and in one of them nissan's official us account replied saying hey nice photos where did you take them or did you take them yourself huh. to which the fan replied yeah huh. to which drive club said i hope you realize this is a game and this is not real life oh. nissan said oh graphics have really gone far ahead this time <laughs> so that was pretty funny <laughs> yeah so uh, i was at uh, ubisoft pune uh, which is Yes, Ubisoft has a studio here, and uh, it was interesting because uh, they have like two floors of a of of a building there in Pune where they do quality control for a lot of games. Uh, they do game dev, and they also uh, they they're apparently one of the co collaborating studios for Just Dance, which if you guys think about it, is is pretty cool. Even though if you're not a fan of Just Dance, because it means there is there are there are a whole bunch of Indians working on a AAA console game. Fine, is it AAA really? Again, I was getting that. Fine, it's about dancing, and yes, it has Bollywood, and yes, I die a little on the inside when someone associates Bollywood with games. But yeah, they're doing something. Ah, uh, it was really interesting because uh, I managed to speak to the Q to the QA head, and I asked him uh, what happened to Assassin's Creed Unity. Why was it super buggy? Ah, uh, the response was quite cool actually because uh, India didn't work. Use of Pune didn't work on Assassin's Creed Unity. The the studio worked on Black Flag and all of Black Flag. Okay. But when it came to Unity, they were they were brought in for the DLC. So okay. so so it was, it was nice to actually admit that yes, you know the game was buggy, but but you know you know we were we were only responsible for the DLC and the DLC wasn't was basically bug free, which is kind of true. And from time to time they also and also what was really cool was uh, games like Black uh, games like Splinter Cell Blacklist, which have uh, in which had Indian soldiers and Indian levels. Yeah. All the lovely swearing and cussing and Indian language stuff came from the QC team. Okay. So they actually have a small room which is soundproof for them to record a uh, background dialogue. Okay. Sadly none of them were were used for Far Cry 4 because Far Cry 4 required a, a greater depth yeah. of dialogue that is that requires professional voice artists. Yeah. So yeah that it is quite interesting from the from the QC standpoint. And uh, yeah the stu- uh, in terms of Just Dance they make they're, they're collaborating with Just Dance again. There is probably going to be another Bollywood tractor again which apparently is a big deal for all of those of you who like Bollywood or whatever that is. So yeah. you mean you Hate, so yeah, that was interesting. But uh, and they're also working on a mobile game based on of all things Care Bears, <laughs> which is saccharine induced diabetic causing sweetness of I don't know what, which is a match three puzzler. So that, but I mean, by large, it is kind of like a little crazy because they initially they initially worked on remasters for Far exactly. Cry and they got Prince of Persia to mobile. Yeah, the so older ones. so so which is quite amusing because if you look at it from 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 the studio's discography, they they they've done some really cool stuff in the past. Splinter Cell trilogy, Far Cry classics, uh, Prince of Persia on mobile, as well as Assassin's Creed multiplayer. This is their first full free-to-play game at launch, which they're doing. So they they were a little cagey when it came to answering questions. Isn't Care Bears like nineties shit that no one cares yeah, about? Yeah, that's what it is. It is. So so the point is, it's quite amusing because uh, the 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 game is essentially based on an existing IP that's over, I think, forty years old. And uh, it's all essentially it Care Bears is basically the stuffed toy equivalent of a moral science textbook, literally. Yeah. So, uh, and it it is quite amusing because I ha- I mean the, the the obvious question is since you're going free to play is what are you charging people for and what are you selling? And the, their answers were surprisingly cagey. And the only res- the only standard response was oh you know uh, uh, we're doing what other Mass Three games are doing but we're doing it differently. But dude, what else? Tell me more. So it, it was just really weird. Yeah, and uh, like. 
we we don't have any clarity on whether it'll actually be something good like puzzles and dragons. Yeah, exactly. So so like the, there's the, there's there's no clarity on whether it's going to be an RPG leveling up system like puzzles and dragons or anything for that matter. Or but, whether it's going to be like Candy Crush yeah. spam for getting lives. Exactly. Yeah, but that yeah, that, that's the audience, right? That's the very casual audience. Yeah, agreed. It's basically, probably a kids game. Yeah, so that's a, that's the thing, right? I mean, they 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 did say that it's a maxi game for a super wide audience, but uh, I don't know, man. It's just weird. I mean, that was just weird. But I mean, I, I I was under the assumption that we'd see some E three related stuff because that's what we were told on the invite first yeah. that there would be E three code. But did that you not happen. see Tom over there? <laughs> no, it's just surprising. Everyone in the studio is playing Counter Strike though. So every time wow. we so so when we pass by their the, when we pass by the cubicles we're like hey so that's what Rainbow Six Siege looks after looks like when you really get the game and a few guys looked up and looked really pissed at us and were like what's up whatever visitors <laughs> don't don't kill us and stuff but yeah we couldn't see too much of what of what they were working on which is a little tragic but yeah that um I think that was. No, there's yeah. one important thing that happened, and it's related to Minecraft. And no, this is not trolling. Okay. But uh, Minecraft at Minecon, which is going on right now, uh, Microsoft announced that there will oh, be yeah. Minecraft for Windows 10. Yeah. And existing owners of the game on PC would get it for free. Yeah. Which makes everyone happy. But apparently, there's no clarity on whether you get to retain your original, the original Java-based Minecraft, which is what I think. Yeah. And you'll have to move your license to the Windows 10 store. To leverage advanced technologies from Windows 10 specifically made for gaming. Power of the cloud. Yeah. <laughs> so that's happened and uh, or you can buy it for $10 separately. And what I think I expected this because uh, it's going to happen with Killer Instinct as well. Because and Gears of War. Yeah, and Gears of War Ultimate Edition on PC for sure. Because the Microsoft's own first party games, they are going to force Windows 10 store through you. Yeah. So they get people to upgrade to Windows 10 and they get people using their store. Yeah. Which is what they want. Like, yeah. they don't care about giving you more options. So, don't yeah. expect this on Steam yeah. or yeah. anything. So, yeah, that was announced. And, like, just expect to see this with more of their games. They're going to try and pull this with every game they can. But what's but then what's amusing is, if you think about it, Minecraft, is when it launched, wasn't yeah. an easy game to get into. No, it wasn't. You had to download it, follow instructions on a site. It was a, it was a bit of... Getting to play the game was a game in itself. And not exactly an easy one. So... In a way, yes, I can understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to make things easier for people to get into. But at the same time, yes, you reduce options, which uh, I'm not a big fan of. And I'm pretty sure they're going to eventually stop sales of the non-Microsoft store version. Yeah. So what I'm worried about is that is they're going to approach some third party and have them release their game only on Windows. It will exactly. happen. Like, I'm surprised Ori and the Blind Forest released on Steam. Like, I'm pretty sure Microsoft tried all their pull to get it on the Windows 8 store. But I think Windows 8 has way too much negative... Mindshare online yeah. right now. Windows 10 seems like the holy grail, which is going to be KLPD for everyone. Yeah, no, I think most guys who are releasing on Steam, they are across Windows 7, Windows 8, 8 Windows 10. Yeah, so that's the thing, right? But the moment you are on Windows 10 only, then you probably will not be on the Steam store. It's going to be only on the Windows Yeah, store. they probably won't allow you to because yeah. that's how they are. So, depends on whether the developers they, they, take the money. Initially, when they had Games for Windows Live, you had guys like Capcom and Coma yeah. releasing the game only on Games for Windows Live. So... I wonder if they're going to pull that shit again. No, but and what, what's more interesting then is it, it, it just then goes against what most people perceive PC to be. PC is still by and large per- perceived as an open platform. It's perceived yeah. where, you know, it's a great wild west. You can do what you need to to get your games running. I mean, everything from editing config files to running mods. Now, if Microsoft's going to try doing this, if it's a game that has huge mod support, and I think Minecraft has huge mod yeah. support, what's going to happen there? And there is no clarity about that. 
No, I so, think once you're once you're on Windows 10, I think you can, you can still do all that. But the thing is that the game is only going to work on Windows 10. It won't work on Windows 7 and Windows 8, which is a problem. Yeah, that is going to be a. And what will be really amusing is that, and this is like the nuclear situation, literally. What if Fallout 4 is Windows 10 only? It's already coming it's already on Steam. I know, but still, who knows? One no, day. No, but they has a back in the relay. Like, I think he hit. Uh, Fallout like 3. Halo 2 was on only Windows Vista. Yeah, Halo 2 was Windows Vista. Vista. Uh, Gears of PC version of Gears Even of Fallout 3 was a game for Windows Live yeah. to start with. And yeah, there was a Steam version as well, but yeah, I mean, you never know. Interesting times. Yeah, it's, 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 it's real worrying. Yeah. Me. But anyway, that uh, that aside, I think we got a bunch of questions. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So Arijoy asked, "What's up with the Halo Five price at Amazon?" Well, I have no fucking idea. Honestly, we've been official statement is this is an estimated price. Every game has its own estimated price. Um, well, my my gut feel is is as uh, is is essentially what we said earlier, where uh, we're expecting a, situ- a situation where Microsoft's gonna try to get as much of the hardcore fan base as possible. So yeah, it's 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 a tragic state of affairs, but what can we do? That's what it is. I mean, it's at a point where you're paying what one fifth or one sixth of the console's price for yeah. one game. Yeah, crazy. and if you're the sort who wants to play uh, Halo Five, uh, Forza Six, and Rise of the Tomb Raider on the first day, you're paying close to four. You're paying around fourteen thousand bucks, which is yeah, way too expensive, but. I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see whether and they change. And it's not a lot cheaper on Xbox Live either. So no, not, so pretty much screwed if you want. Yeah. Or you import or, gray, or get from grey market. That's yeah. the option. So that's the thing. But uh, Arjoy, thanks for bringing that up. And all you guys who do care, apparently there's one or two of us who do. Be, be vocal about it. Otherwise. Yeah, talk to Xbox India on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. And just ask them at least to get some clarity on the price because we've been unable yeah, to. Yeah, so you guys should go on Twitter. At the rate of ex- Facebook, they yeah, are or Facebook, Facebook page well. find Xbox India. It's an official verified account. Speak to them and ask them why this is happening. They refuse to answer clearly, at least. And let's see what we can do. And hopefully, we get some clarity on whether the rare collection is making it here as well. Oh yeah, that's like no idea right now. It's, it's supposed to come out next month, and there's no clarity on that. There's right no now. placeholder also on Amazon. So yep, nothing digitally as well. So, so that's not good. Yep, but yep. Dinesh asks, "What's your game of the year for the first half?" Sam, which is me, <laughs> Mike. So, for me, it's a little difficult to answer because I played a lot of my backlog in the starting of this year. So, okay. if I the game this year, which I this year so far, which I like the most is Devil Survivor Two on 3DS. But from the games that I've actually played this year, Metal Gear Solid Two, Sons of Liberty. Oh yeah. Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance. Oh yeah. And Fantasy Life on 3DS. Damn. So yeah, those are my picks. Damn, Rishi. you said MGS3 next. That'll no. Be like best, best, best person ever. <laughs> yeah. Rishi? Um, I'd have to go with Sam and say Witcher 3. Uh, very close would have been Arkham Knight for me. But that doesn't count. Does it count in the first half? Yeah, because we're already... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, basically yeah. those two. Does, yeah. Um, And Arkham Knight, I mean, I like the way they've uh, rounded off the series. I won't say it's ending, but it's really cool, so... It is yeah. ending, yeah. I think Arkham, the Arkham trilogy is ending. I haven't played uh, it for uh, All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is this, uh, whoever at uh, Warner Brothers greenlit uh, memorial edition of the game, I want to meet him, take his autograph, because he is the big, he is the greatest troll of all time. Memorial edition. That is all I should say on the matter. What is that? Just what, what is the memorial edition? Game. Just oh, yeah, I don't know what. Memorial edition was a collector's edition of the game that's actually coming. The fact that they had the gumption and balls to do it, yeah, play the game, you know why. Uh, Mohit uh, asked us, uh, do you prefer gaming with headphones or do you prefer gaming with speakers? So, 
I don't know. It depends. Like if I'm playing a game like Heroes of the Storm, then I'd rather have like chat with people I'm playing with. So yeah. the music and the sound effects go down. But if I'm playing something like say Last of Us, when I actually gave a shit about it, I play with the uh, the speakers because how they use the DualShock Four's controller with the mm. like even Transistor had the same thing where the dude spoke through the mic yeah. on the controller. So yeah. I it depends on the it's on a game by game basis for me. Yeah, I think I think for me the like, games that are more atmospheric and more slow slow paced, I think they're better on speakers because you kind of get more into yeah. it. But like again, yeah, multiplayer you you need the headset, you need the you need the mic, so you don't really have an option in that regard. I mean, in but I would prefer the speaker most of the time. In my case, I almost exclusively play with uh, just the television speakers on. Okay. Simply, there are times where I'm playing multiplayer and there is a requirement for voice communication with people. Then there's I usually. So use use my smartphone with Skype or an iPad with with FaceTime and talk to them while it's going on. Or uh, worst the worst case, uh, I end up using the Sony Gold headset. Like for Destiny, I end up using that a lot because uh, you need to talk to people a lot in that game. And sadly, you're not swearing at them; you're telling them what to do. But yeah, so that's what I essentially do. And the Gold headset has like profile that the yes. developers make for their yes, games, right? Yes, okay, yes. so that's pretty cool to use. And yeah, from time to time, the game is super atmospheric. Atmospheric, like uh, Evil Within, I end up using the headset instead because it's more immersive. Okay. And Harjas asks a related question. He says, "Do you prefer using gaming specific headsets like, say, the PS Gold headset, or do you use Audiophile, aka Rashmeet headsets? <laughs> so and a mic separately. So, so I, I'll be getting my first gaming specific headset in September with the 20th anniversary uh, Dual Dual Shock 4. No." The PlayStation Gold headset, so I'll probably try it out. But in most cases, it doesn't really matter when I'm playing a yeah. game because the the only time I use headsets is when I want to talk to someone and like I just use the headset that came with my iPhone when I'm like talking to Rishi while playing Diablo yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I think the issue is whether you're an audiophile. If you're an yeah. audiophile, then you'll want audiophile head headphones. But if you if you don't really care for that stuff, then I think regular gaming headsets are just fine. Yeah. Again, if you need. The mic for multiplayer, then you then, then you, don't, you don't really have a choice. You have to go with the gaming headset. Yeah, and like using both together, I don't think will work because yeah, you can't switch between the yeah, yeah. So I mean, I kind of agree. It's also a question of budget. And personally, I started off using the pair of earpods for most of it. Okay. And uh, the only reason I managed to I even bother with the gold headset because I was getting a good deal. To be yeah. honest. So I picked it up. It's been good. It's really nice in games that ha- have that atmosphere. But the fact of the matter is, those games are kind of few and far between now. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'd say between the two, just go with the gaming grade stuff. At least it's guaranteed to work. I think games are also they kind of made for television headsets with in mind and te- television, television speakers, speakers yes, in mind. Yes, yes. And gaming headsets in mind. They don't target audio files in games. I don't exactly. Think they, I don't think they. Do. No, even like the music games are like more like reflex and rhythm based <laughs> exactly. than anything else. So. It won't really make a difference. I think Battlefield, which has really good sound. Oh yeah, that, it makes a difference. It works most. just fine with, yeah. with gaming headsets because you can still tell the the direction of exactly. sound and all that in in, the, in gaming headsets. We'll probably see yeah. that with Battlefront. Yeah, year. we would actually, which actually looks really amazing from the leaked alpha footage. But it's again multiplayer, multiplayer only. only. So, yeah. but it's not four six nine nine, so it's better than buying Halo. Well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of playing. So what yeah, I am the new Rishi. Uh, Sam, what have you been playing? <laughs> I have been playing nothing. I've been really busy with other stuff, and I was traveling for GTA Academy as well. So, been playing only PS Club Manager on on my phone. Oh my yeah. God, you're the problem. <laughs> have you bought anything in the game yet? No, I haven't. <gasps> Shocking! Why? It's, it's, it's you're stealing kind of money from them. So basically, you have you played this game from guessing over twenty hours at least by now. Roughly. PS? Yeah. Yeah. 
and you haven't spent anything. No. You heard that there's a developer leaving Konami, right? Are you aware that you're probably the reason Konami has <laughs> left? Yeah. Think about it, Sam. You could have made him stay back. You could have had Rising too. <laughs> Rising Revengeance too. Revengeance harder. So, <laughs> yeah. So what have you been playing, Mike? Uh, I've been playing Heroes of the Storm, which is like now a daily thing with Satya, and. Uh, other than that, still playing Ollie Ollie 2 on Vita whenever oh. I get a chance. Yeah. And I started playing Puzzles and Dragons Super Mario Edition on 3DS yesterday. Oh, so yeah, but it's like a free-to-play game made not free-to-play. Oh. Also known as premium apparently. So, <laughs> so I'll see how. So well it's a regular that. video game. <laughs> oh, those still exist. Oh my so, god. <laughs> so yeah, I'll be seeing how that is. Yeah. And yeah, Hearthstone. That's yeah. like a given now. What about you, Rishi? I'm Batman. Now like Batman on every platform. Now I'm playing it on the PS4. It's really, it's, yeah, just, the, the side missions are really nice and a lot of them are, are in fact, it's like, they're, they're a, it, reminds, it gives me a bit of a Red Dead Redemption feel because RDR Stranger missions in a lot of times are better than the core game. Yeah. So, some of the some of the side quests are really nice. So, been playing that. Uh, been playing a bit of Tomb Raider Definitive Edition as well. That, that I want to finish. So, I can finish it off in time for Rise of the Tomb Raider. I have four, You're playing it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yeah, first Definitive okay. Edition first time. So, yeah. Uh, that and uh, a lot of FIFA 15 for some reason. It's like... And you call Sam part of the problem. Like It's... What? Why FIFA? At least yeah, PES Master they says someone who's never played a football <laughs> game after FIFA 2000. But yeah. <laughs> because, because, it, because I don't know. It's it's like FIFA is... This, it's like this dirty little secret kind of drug kind of game which you just play when no one's around. Oh, what are you playing in it? Huh? I'm playing Ultimate League mode. Okay. League? No, Ultimate Team. Ultimate... I can't wrap my head around Ultimate Team... Because, and I'm sorry to say this, the community is really rabid and annoying. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you guys are really annoying. I don't like it when when my, when my I switch on the game and then suddenly some stuff unlocks and I have 20 people nagging me to give it to them. I don't even know how this works. Is this platform-specific or is it universal? Platform-specific. Okay. Which is why I'm happy I'm playing on the Xbox One because no one's bothering me for it for stuff right now. Thank you very much. Okay. But yeah, it's... It, 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 uh, it's just league mode. I mean, it's just basically like the seasons and I'm playing as a team in seasons. So that's happening. Okay. Now, I have a question for both of you all. Before September starts where like everyone goes full retard with releasing games, what are you looking forward to until September? Oh, very good question. My what answer is there until September? So we have, at least going by what's releasing at retail over here, we have God of War in the next 10 days or so. Yeah. Then after that, the F1 which will not probably not come into India. F1 is on the 10th. Until Dawn oh, is also coming to India. Codemaster is so oh, yeah. Until Dawn is apparently releasing in August at some point. Yeah, same day oh. as Dishonored. Yeah, Dishonored same definitive day. edition is releasing. Same day as Dishonored. Yeah, so picking up anything. I'll just play Batman because I haven't played Batman yet. Yeah, so okay. I'll be playing that, I think. But looking forward to anything before like September? Not really, no. Okay. Dishonored in my veins. Yeah, I'll actually know? finally play Dishonored and probably get rid of my PS3 sealed copy of the game. No, but honestly, I mean, I'm looking forward to playing Dishonored again because the level design in the first game was impeccable. Still want to experience all of it all over again. So and this yeah. is done by them internally, at least that's what's happened. Like, yeah, so, surprisingly. So it might actually be a I, really I good I do want to see how God of War 3 looks on PS4, especially just the beginning, the Poseidon boss. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I that's, wouldn't play through the whole game, but just to see how yeah. they pull it off on PS4. Agreed, I agree. That's actually going to be interesting to see. Yeah. So it's priced quite decently, two seven five zero. Yeah. Mm, yeah, actually. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's all we have time for this week. We'll see you next week. Yep. Thanks for listening. See you. Bye. Bye.